Today's show is pre-recorded. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. This one today I want to share with you uh, is for all of us. Uh, and here it is. There is a solution to all of your problems and situations. If you don't know what your next move is, that's a good one. I don't, I don't care what it is. If, if, if the relationship you're in is all wrong and you don't know how to get out of it, it doesn't matter. There's a solution to all your problems and situations. That solution to all your problems, that way to make all your dreams come true, the, the, the way around a lot of this and the, to the, the, the weakness that you feel at times is prayer. Prayer, a connection with your creator. Could that be the thing that's missing in your life? I'm just asking. Because whenever I get a little bit off track, all I got to do is thank just a moment, Steve. Have you been, have you been praying, man? Have you been Connecting with your creator. I know you're busy, man. I know you're busy. And I know at the end of the day, you're done. You're done. And sometimes crawling into bed is all you can manage to do. I've said this. It happened to me last night. Again, I did all of this. But when I look and when I see things not moving, or I don't feel like things are going in the right direction, or I have a sense of being stagnant, All I got to do is retrace it. 
because I'm working. There's no doubt about that I'm working. But am I staying connected? Am I using that weapon that's available to all of us? Am I praying? And the answer is usually no. And so I know, okay, okay, man, I'm, I'm, I'm getting off track here. Because, see, let me tell you something, man. The reason, the, the reason I constantly talk to God is because life constantly changes. People who said they was going to do something for you one day have changed their mind the next. Somebody you thought was going to show up that day called in late, had an accident, and couldn't make it. That changes the parameters of everything. The meeting you had set up that had to be canceled because somebody was ill, that changes the parameters, the time frame of everything because it's all connected. So if I don't stay in constant prayer and stay connected to the creator when these things happen, I've not put in my bid. I've not talked to him about how to handle it. Or I'm just not aware of it and what to do next. And the next thing you know, it becomes a little stagnant. That has happened to me. I got to get back. Because prayer is the solution to all of my problems and situations. I have found that to be the case. Now, the only reason I'm telling it to you is because I know if you anything like me slash human being, then there are times that you feel anxious. There's moments of desperation. You have moments of uncertainty. There are times when you feel like you've lost your way or you or your purpose is a little blurred. You're not sure anymore. Or you don't know what your next move is or the relationship you in or the relationships you dabbling in. They're just all wrong for you. Man, there is a solution to all your problems and situations and it's prayer. If you're suffering from any of the things I just listed or any other thing you could think of, just check your prayer. What has your prayer been lately about it? And this is for everybody. I often find when I get that disconnection, man, my my prayer and slipped off. I start feeling a little bit less. So I got to jump back on it. I'm just offering you a solution to it, man. And, 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 and I'm giving you a solution that works 1,000% for show. See, I ain't guessing at this one. I'm telling you what has happened in my life, how I did it, and it'll do for you. God is filled with mercy and grace. He knows we all messed up. He knows all of us have done some jacked up things that don't nobody know about. He know all about our past, man. He know all of that. But he is so full of grace and mercy, so full of 55th chances. But you know, the thing about your life, though, and the thing I had to come to terms with and the reason I don't let my, my the reason I don't let my past bury me, the reason I don't let my past define me is because my past I found out were just the ingredients needed for me to make this cake I'm eating now. My past is just my ingredients. See, you, you don't get rid of your past. The, it, they, ain't, they ain't gone nowhere. They are the ingredients. But when you put them with something else, they look better. They taste better. It is better. All of our past are just the ingredients that have become the cake we eating now. 
Now, if you don't like the way your cake tastes, then you got to start putting some other ingredients in there. Just because you started off and your cake was messed up don't mean you can't straighten out the flavor of your cake. You got to put some different ingredients in there. So let's say your cake is trifling tasted. It's bitter. Your cake is bitter. Well, you got to dilute the bitterness. You got to put some more goodness in there. So you got to put some goodness ingredients to, to take away the taste of the bitterness. So you got to put some different ingredients in there. You got to start living your life a little more kindly, a little more thoughtful, a little more sharing, a little more caring. And then after a while, man, those new ingredients combined with that bitter, it starts overshadowing the bitter taste because the bitter taste is further behind you now. See, something that happened to you 12, 15, 30, 25, 16 years ago ain't got to be the flavor that's in your mouth now unless you let it be. It's the ingredients, man. If you're sick of the way your cake tastes, and change your ingredients. Put something else in your cake mix so you can get a better taste. If you don't like the way your life tastes, pray. I've been hearing my mama say it for years. Boy, prayer changes things. Don't, my mama, you say it to me all the time. I say it to my TV audiences when they come see me on the talk show. Before I walk off stage, I tell them these words my mother said. I said, my mother used to always tell me this, and it's bailed me out, and it might do the same thing for you. I said, whenever I get in trouble, I hear her words. She said, son, don't forget to pray. Don't be ashamed to pray, and don't be too proud to pray, because prayer, Prayer changes things, and you better believe something. It 100% show do. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's about to go down. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Listen, uh, let me have your undivided attention. This is what we're about to do today. We're about to inform. We're about to enlighten. We're about to brighten. We're about to uh, be critical. We're, but most of all, we come to entertain today. We need a little laughter in this world today, and that's what we're going to do. Steve Harvey Morning Show is on and cracking, coming to you live. Carla Pharrell. Good morning. What's up, Steve? What's up, fellas? What's happening? That damn junior. Morning, everybody. Morning, Unc. What's happening, crew? Bitter man, J. Anthony Brown. What's going on, Steve? Harvey, watch out there now. What's up, man? King of pranks, nephew Tommy. Yes, sir. In the building, Uncle Steve. Carla. Yes, Junior, yes. What's Joe. up, guys? Yes, hey. Well, we back, man. Ooh. Had a little time Ooh. off. Wow. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like time off to me, though. It, it didn't. It didn't. <laughs> wow. Working, man. I'm working. Uh-huh. Hustling, Same working, thing. grinding. Yeah, you know, I've learned something, though, and I'm going to have to go on and admit it. What'd you learn? My boy called me the other day, and he said it to me. He said, man, Steve, it's hard to look and mm-hmm. talk mm-hmm. to the same people all damn day. And you mm. know what? That's a true statement. <laughs> it just needs some variety. That's all. Uh, you know what okay. I miss most of all? I just want to get on a plane. Yeah, you just want to travel a little Let's bit. Some of that normalcy, yeah. what we had. Yeah. I just want to say, hey, man, I'm going somewhere. I got to fly out in the morning. Take mm-hmm. a fly. I just want to get a flight, man. Right. Yeah, yeah. me and you both. Where would you hey. go? Where's the first place you would go? Just I don't give a damn. Just, <laughs> just random. <laughs> you just don't care. <laughs> 
fly. I don't fly out of Alabama. Right. I just want to fly somewhere. <laughs> I fly to Alabama. I fly right on South Carolina. I fly right out to Mississippi. And then fly right on down to Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got very few friends in all them places. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. What about Vegas? Girl. Girl. I know, I know. I just got to get. I I got to get this a little bit more cleared up before I go to Vegas. Yeah. You got to get this routine, these yeah. numbers yeah. and cases. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'm already gonna be risking money. I can't risk my health <laughs> and money. That's too much to lose. Come back sick and broke. God, yeah. dog. That's, that's not smart. That's not a smart yeah. Good look. Yeah, yeah. That's too much to lose. That's not enough win in that. Go to Vegas right now. <sighs> But I want hey. to, though. What you think? What you think? Six more months? So 2021, pretty much. 2021. Yeah. Really. And everybody talking about, I'm not taking a vaccine. I don't know what's in it. I don't give a damn what's in it. Don't text Steve. I'm putting it in. I don't, I don't care about the side me. effects. I don't even yeah. care about the side None effects. Yeah, I'm putting secure. it in me. So what I can't <laughs> see? <laughs> Let me get this I'm right. I'm going to lose a foot. That's I all can leave the house. Foot. Okay. Let me have it. I might not see where I'm going, but I can leave this house. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Junior, Shirley's out today, so you got to do the breaks, man. Do your best now. Okay, I got us, man. I will take care of it for us. Coming up at 32 after the hour, we'll talk about the holiday weekend, and we'll get some advice from Uncle Steve inside Ask the CLO segment right after this. Uh, how about that? Uh, how I do this? It was really good, Junior. Okay, well, we do back then. Yeah, that was really it was good. all right. It was a don't sound good Shirley, Shirley, though. Shirley who? Shirley, Shirley Strawberry, who? that's who. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Everybody, we back. It's Junior. I know you expected Shirley, but Uncle said I can run the show today, so that's exactly what I'm doing. Jesus. Oh, goodness. Yeah, yeah, I'm in here. Boy, I can't give you no power out here. You know that. <laughs> Just run with it. Just run with it. You the Trump of the radio show. <laughs> yeah. We had, had to vote him out of office. <laughs> right, right. I'm not leaving. But he, but he ain't going to leave. <laughs> no. All right, Um. so it's a, you know, it was the holiday weekend. How did everybody weekend go? Oh, man, good. 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 oh, I had a great weekend. Let me tell you what I did. What'd you do, hmm. Jay? I stood outside the weed house, right, because it's legal. In oh, the way. Sorry, and I would Jay. go inside and buy stuff for younger people because I got a senior citizen's day discount, and I could put that money in my pocket. Booyah, <laughs> I'm making money. I'm making money. <laughs> what is that? Booyah. Booyah. <laughs> Hey, Jay, Jay, what? you're making money selling weed. <laughs> I'm not selling That's legal. Weed. It's legal. It's legal in L.A. But the younger kids, they don't get that discount, that senior citizen discount. So I take half of the senior citizen discount, put it in my pocket. Booyah. When I approach them like this, hey, young blood, you want to save some money? That's no. how I talk to them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta drop your voice. That's, that's, that's a that's a 1970 dope deal. Yeah, hey, young yeah, but blood. You gotta, the approach never changes, Steve. Hey, young blood, you like to save some money? <laughs> uh, oh man! Uh, all right, Junior, funny. let's go, man. All right, all right, Carla, you wanna uh, read? Uh... Yes, you ready, Steve? Yeah. Ask the yeah, CLO. Really. Let's start it off. This is from uh, Daryl in Oakland, Cali. I am a 56-year-old married man, and my wife told me that I've lost that spark in the bedroom. I must admit that I was tired of having sex with her, but I'm Mm. not a cheater. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) So I asked my wife to order some wigs and wear them to bed. She did it. 
And the sex was back to normal because it was like I had a different woman every week. But then she told her friend about the wigs, and her friend told her that I would eventually cheat whenever the wigs got boring to me. Now my wife is hurt, and she thinks that I want to cheat. She stopped wearing the wigs, too. How can I fix this? Come on. Why did she talk to her nothing-ass friend? That's how I go. She had got the spark back in her bedroom. Y'all had it back together. See, man, it's always somebody ain't got nothing to do with your marriage than interfere. Now, she done told her friend he going to cheat when the wigs were. Get some more wigs. <laughs> they got plenty Hell, of wigs. I, I tell you what. wig money. Have his ass wear a wig. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> you know, you ain't in it. That, if the man ain't cheated so far, there's not a sign that he going to cheat. He actually came to you to improve y'all's wedding. Y'all, y'all, y'all Marriage. married life. Uh-huh. So now uh-huh. here she come, dog. Don't reassure your wife. That ain't got nothing to do with it. Who you ought, you ought, you ought to confront her friend. Yeah, I Whoa. bet her friend. I Hate promise it. you this: her friend is either single or unhappily married. Mm-hmm. Why would you prepare for me to cheat? You weren't prepared for me to cheat when you told me I had lost that magic, and I told you I needed a little more help. You did it. We got the magic back. Now what's the problem? Mm-hmm. Get some more wigs. I get wasn't cheating wigs. before. Okay. Uh, get, get, get some more wigs. Get some more panties. <laughs> what oh, happened? We went for wigs. I don't know. I just tried to help out. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know where that came from. It go ahead. Next random. question. <laughs> yeah. Good question. Good answer, though. All right. Let's go to this one is from Sharla. Sharla in Dallas, Texas. My boyfriend of two years is getting married and I'm about to lose my mind. What? He started dating me shortly after he got engaged and he told me that he knew his fiance was not the right woman for him. I met his fiance and I told her that I'm not going anywhere. She acted a fool and cried and got all the families all in the mix. So he stayed with her. Their wedding date is coming up, and he's miserable. Should I intervene again and fight for this man, or should I let him stay with her and have a miserable life? Girl, no, let, hold but, on, let me explain girl. something. He's telling you he's miserable. Hello. Ain't nobody got no gun to his head. <laughs> this is, ain't a shotgun wedding. We ain't down south. You know, we, 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 we ain't, this ain't... The king of uh, Rwanda and met the king of uh, Uganda and the mm-hmm. prearranged marriage. This dude is marrying who he wants to marry. Exactly. He's telling you he's miserable so you can keep on sleeping with him, which is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You can't say, how you gonna save a man from himself? He ain't asked you to save him. You keep going in there like you, like, like you rescuing somebody. That's not what you're doing. This man is getting married because he asked her. She said yes. He telling you he miserable. Okay, if he miserable, why he married it? Right. <laughs> he made Answer that decision. question. Right. Yeah, right, 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 Steve. Yeah, I mean, if, if you miserable, why you marrying her? You ain't got to marry nobody. Right. Yeah. Right. Break it down <laughs> to Charlotte. Let her Please. And, Put her and up on he's game. getting... And he's getting married. That's misery enough. So don't even worry about it. You'll be, you'll, you'll be yeah. fine. Shut be fine. up, Jay. 
just want for once be happy for somebody. Getting married. Everybody right. ain't in the same thing you've been in. I've been in what you've been in, but I got out. <laughs> we got time There's for hope. one more real quick. You ready, Steve? Yeah. All right, this is from Cody in Arizona. I'm a 32-year-old single female, and I've been a firefighter for six years. I feel like my job intimidates most men, and I'm having a problem dating because of it. My last boyfriend couldn't deal with the fact that I was surrounded by men when I was on duty. I have to be in good physical shape for work, so I work out all the time, and my ex told me that men like softer-looking women without abs and muscles. His words are stuck in my head, and I think he may be right. Is what he said true? It's because he don't have abs and muscles. (laughs) (laughs) People say, well, you ain't got abs. He's a hater. He's a hater. Men want softer-looking women because he's a softer-looking man. (laughs) You in the gym molding him. Yeah. You damn right he got a problem with it. You know what I'm saying? Oh man. That's all that is right here. Mm-hmm. All right, well that's CLO for you right there, man. We'll be back with church complaints right after this. This is Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Are we back? I know you used to Shirley, but it's Junior. Don't worry about it. I'm driving the show today. Just want to let everybody man. know. Everybody, I'm gonna do this all week. Uh, I just think outside. I'm gonna do this all week, Look, man. Can I just say, you know when a break is coming in? It's no yeah. doubt. Yeah, no doubt. You gonna yeah. know it's back. He definitely don't sound like a commercial. <laughs> oh man. Uh, this is sure. Uh, <laughs> we say what? None of that. Salt oh, no. back in. We back. Uh, Junior back. Here I am. Ready. Come all on, right, well, let me tell you this. Man. Come on, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour, we got, yeah, national know, news. We got today's national news. Yep. President Trump said that most COVID-19 cases are harmless. And at the same time, 34 states report spikes. Wow. <laughs> and also, Kanye West crazy ass announced he's running for president. <laughs> but we'll talk about that at the top of the hour. But first, it's Monday, not time for church complaint. <laughs> That's how I like brother. Crazy-ass Kanye announced that he running for president. <laughs> My everybody got time for this. <laughs> we, uh, uh-uh, that was quick. <laughs> sliding now. Oh. I'm sorry, sliding. Ah, 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 ah. We are here. That's right. On Monday morning, uh, prepared uh, for church come place. Uh, uh, Deacon Del Jam, uh, uh, yep. what is it now? Well, we got quite a few things going on, Pastor. Uh, now, bear with me, if you will. Listen, uh, brother, uh, brother August Alcina is asking to take out some of the married women uh, here at the church. He wants to know, can he get your blessings the same way Will and Jada gave him their blessings? Will, I don't want to say it. What do Will and Jada got to do with this? Uh, you haven't been up on what's going on, Pastor. No, I haven't. Uh, what's happening? Uh, well, uh, mm. maybe I'll let Sister Carl explain it to you. She's probably a little more equipped. Sister Carl, Carl well, if you don't mind. Will well, and Jada, what now? It was a rumor that August Alsina, he's a hip-hop artist, had uh, a relationship with uh. Jada Pinkett Smith, and August Alsina is saying that Will gave him his blessings. Now, Will and Jada are denying 
all of this. But this was the word on the streets last week. Well, the word on the street now is August is lining himself up for a major ass whooping. Because <laughs> I don't really foresee no man giving him permission and his uh, blessing. Yeah, that don't right. sound like the big Willie Smith I know. Well, he's a friend of the family. He's been a friend of the uh, family for a long friendly. time. <laughs> Friendships break up all the time. I can't count the number of my friends, and we've had major ass whoopers amongst us. <laughs> now, we were much younger then, but friends fight all the time. I don't want to comment on that because I don't believe right. in marital rumors. All right. Well, comment on this right here. As you know, Kanye West is off his medication again. Uh, saying that he's going to run for president in 2020. The sit your ass down ministry is asking, can they go slap, um, I mean, uh, can they go lay hands on him, Pastor? That's your call. <clears throat> he knows better. Yes, he does. Yes, he Let's does. go over some facts. First of all, it's too damn late to run. <laughs> Secondly, it's July past. <laughs> Boy, the election is in November. You have any idea of campaign cost this late in the game? Bloomberg spent $500 million yes, and he used his ass ain't on the ballot. What you willing to kick in? Mm-hmm. He gonna be messing with Kim's money. Fine, you know, Kim good hell well you ain't finna be the damn president. Let me stop this fooling it now. That's right. I'm That's not spending right. one Sunday in my pulpit promoting yeah. this fool. Now, listen to me. If it was down to you and Trump, I'll vote for you. Yes, I would. Because yes, anybody would. but Trump. Right. right. Anybody. <laughs> Pence. Yeah. Yeezy oh, for sheezy. Yeah. That's right, Pastor. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Pastor, we got a problem. You know, people are painting all over Hell, the Hell, I'd streets. rather have North be president than Trump. Yeah, yeah. The baby? baby. Beautiful baby. I love North. Kanye baby? Yeah. 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 Anybody but Trump. little child shall lead them. Yes. 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 Amen, Dickie. How about the golden child was in that movie? With Eddie? (laughs) Yeah, that's fine with me, too. I like like that movie right there. That was good. I need you to talk to Brother Xavier now. He done got out of hand. People are painting... Black Lives Matter on streets and things of that nature. Pastor, he painted in front of the church on the street. I wish a MF would. You're going to have to talk to him, Pastor. Uh, I, I gave him permission to do that. Okay, Pastor. Yeah. Uh, really? I, yeah, I gave him permission to, to paint on the sidewalk. I wish a MF would. Because we at the jackpot joint are taking a more real stance. We, we not having this right here. No, sir. No, no, so we we do wish your MF would come up in here. Because if you don't think black lives matter, you're about to find out. We don't really give a damn about Joe's either then. How about that? The church say amen. Amen. Amen again. Amen. Pastor, Pastor, we asked the members to get tested. Brother Dexter got tested for COVID-19. Now, the results came back negative. But he uh-huh. did test positive for syphilis, gonorrhea, crabs, and gout. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, he want to now sue the church for making him take them tests. 
Nobody would have never known. He said, well, he said he, he, he would have never found out this mess if y'all well, would Well, uh, syphilis, gonorrhea, what else? Uh-huh. Syphilis, gonorrhea, crabs, and, mm-hmm. and gout. Well, yeah. you, can, you can die from all of them, but it's a slow death. <laughs> Tell Brother mm-hmm. Dexter to sit his ass down somewhere. And go down there to the free clinic and stop getting condoms and get some other stuff. Just riding by there picking up condoms. That ain't what we doing. All right, Pastor, you're going to have to. Uh, this is not that. Well, it's bothering some of the members. They, they are well, complaining. Well, just come on that, with it. I know it. They, they complaining that these men uh, that are on the Zoom at church. That's growing these beards. That's not connecting all the way. Uh, they asking them to please because they 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 connecting on one side and patchy on the other side. They asking you to tell them to please cut these beards. That's not connecting, Pastor. Well, no, we're not gonna do that. These are call these our COVID beards. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of what? people that's growing their COVID COVID beards. These oh, beards it's a COVID beard. Yeah, Cause you in lockdown, you don't want to shave. So I'm allowing this to go on, you know. And if you gonna give them a pass? Beard, yeah. And after this is over, once it, once we have a vaccine, we're gonna cut all of these low connecting facial uh, <laughs> things that's going on. But until the vaccine, it's all this is allowable now. <laughs> all right, thank you, Reverend Motown, Deep Def Jam. All right, coming at the top of the hour, entertainment news and national news. Right after this, why are you doing the break, Junior? Uh, Uncle Steve said so, Real Motel. Oh, okay. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, buddy, we back. It's time for national news and entertainment news. Call it for real. What you got? All right, so we've been talking about this all morning. Kanye West tweeted (laughs) that he is running for president in 2020 this year. He said uh, in part in his tweet, his message was, we must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision and building our future. And I am running for president of the United States flag and the United States. Hashtag 2020 vision. So far, his wife, Kim Kardashian West, is, of course, supporting her husband, supporting him, Mm. along with Tesla CEO Elon Musk and former Dallas Cowboys star Des Bryant. He is supporting Kanye. uh, Des Bryant. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. Which is why he's not playing. (laughs) Yes. But they're they're his supporters right now. So what you got, Mm. Steve? Des. Right now he got three votes. Des. <laughs> I understand Kim. She won't be first lady, so I got that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Elon Musk uh, has always been a guy that goes out front, take chances. Mm-hmm. Uh, realistically, uh, I mean, if it was just Kanye against Trump, I w- I would vote for Kanye. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Hands down. Absolutely. But in the reality of what's going on, you haven't filed. You haven't submitted to correct paperwork. Democratic convention is coming up soon. You know, so in obviously August. you must be running as an independent. You have no idea what the campaign costs to even get your name out there. What I'm And, 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 and it's a plethora of other things. But if you were serious about this, then I thought you should have made it as a serious bid in a timely fashion. 
other than this, this to me sounds a lot like a publicity stunt. And I ain't got time for this now. No, I love Kanye. Des Bryant is supporting you. Who who is that? I just feel like we don't have time. Like you said, Steve, it's time. We got, we got, this, we got to get Trump out of there. Right. So, and there are some sit your ass down times, and this is it. This is yeah. a sit your ass down and just. But he, would, be, he yes. would actually be going up against a man that he said was the father he never had. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Says a lot. Yeah. Which says see, a, not a whole more lot. And see, the reason, see, I had a father. Mm. He was nothing like Donald Trump. They had no no similar characteristics at all. My father was about the business of manhood. Mm. Period, man. That's Coldest it. dude I ever met. And nothing Donald Trump has done reminded him of my father. So, but I guess if you're fatherless, you could your father you never knew or had, you could make that statement because maybe you don't have a real view of what a real father would father look like. Is, right? I, I did. I, mm. I'm sorry, I just did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was one of the very, very fortunate and blessed people to have my father till I was 43. Well, I never knew so. my real daddy, but I'm pretty sure he was nothing like Trump. I don't even know who he was. <laughs> <laughs> you just going to take a shot. <laughs> but you, <laughs> but you quite sure he wasn't like Trump. I don't think my mom would be with a dude like Trump. <laughs> but, the dude, okay. but the dude who was your daddy. Yeah, he was straight up now. Oh, he, he was straight he, up. He was about back, the yeah, business. He was straight up. He was, he was about the business, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but my real daddy, I'm, I'm kind of blurry. I don't really <laughs> Not blurry. Couldn't tell you. I don't, I don't even know what to say about this Kanye thing. You know, <laughs> anybody but Trump. It's but crazy. man, come on, dog. You got to sit It's almost as if Trump to told him to do this because he knows this will split some of the young it'll, it, it'll Come split. on, boy. That's right, Jay. Boy. Hey. That's it. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, well, you know, it's time for national news. Let's go to Miss Ann. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, thank you. And a lot to talk about. President Trump delivered his Friday, July 4th weekend speech addressing a mostly unmasked crowd and by denouncing the protesters who've called for the removal of Confederate statues and monuments all over the country. Statues, of course, honoring people who fought to maintain slavery and who tried to overthrow the U.S. government. But Trump calls the movement for racial justice a, quote, merciless campaign to wipe out, quote, our history, defame our histories and erase our values. Make no mistake, this left-wing cultural revolution is designed to overthrow the American Revolution. He was at Mount Rushmore, Trump announcing that he was going to sign an executive order establishing what he calls a national garden of American heroes or an outdoor park that would hold the statues of the, quote, greatest Americans to ever live, unquote. He claimed that a so-called cancel culture was teaching school children to hate their country. Now, early in the day, Native American protesters showed up and blocked one of the major roads leading to Mount Rushmore. Since that uh, that, air, that area there, that is that monument was carved out of a mountain that's very sacred to the Lakota Sioux. And now Neil Young has become just one more entertainer who does not want the Trump campaign using his music. Uh, Neil Young says he stands with the Lakota Sioux and he's not okay with Trump's people using his songs. Last month, the Rolling Stones and the estate of Tom Petty both threatened to sue Trump after their music was played at his rallies. 
Trump ally and former presidential candidate Herman Cain hospitalized with the coronavirus. You may remember him. He's the African-American businessman who formerly owned Godfather Pizza. He reportedly attended Trump's recent rally last month in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Now he's sick. Meanwhile, the commissioner of the Food and Drug Administration, Stephen Hahn, get this, refusing to either confirm or deny President Trump's claim that, quote, 99% of COVID-19 cases are harmless. That's what the president said. There's a movement now to change the names of streets around the country honoring Confederate heroes. In Seattle, a Black Lives Matter protester struck and killed by a man who drove his car into the group on a highway on Saturday morning. Another demonstrator, also a woman fighting for her life. The driver, 27-year-old DeWitt Killett, uh, arrested and booked on two counts of vehicular assault. A statue of Christopher Columbus thrown into the Baltimore Harbor over the weekend. But, a, but white racists are suspected of taking down a statue of Frederick Douglass in Rochester, upstate New York, on the weekend. Sad news, Oscar-winning film composer Ennio Morricone died this morning at age 91, and this is one of his compositions. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, everybody, you know, I'm just back. I'm saying I can run the show today. Just want you to know you're looking for Shirley. She ain't here today. Okay, <laughs> we can tell. Yeah, we can <laughs> just want y'all to know. Because if she was, you damn sure wouldn't be talking, but go ahead. <laughs> Carla, what you got, Carla? Here's a story. Did you guys see this trending viral video about this racist white couple in Northern California? They in this town, they defaced the Black Lives Matter street mural. Yeah, oh, they was painting over it. Yes, yes. 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 You know this- what was so good about this story? What? What, Jay? They use black paint. Black paint, Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so as Jay was saying, this woman was caught on video by onlookers mm-hmm. while painting, using black paint, like Jay said, over the yellow Black Lives Matter street mural. And this is in Martinez, California. This has sparked outrage. Uh, the lady and the man, uh, they were out there, and they said that they were tired of the narrative of racism and police brutality. Take a listen. This is racism is what it is. That's what it is. There is no oppression. There is no racism. It's a leftist lie. It's a lie from the media, the liberal left. White people cry police brutality. People are resisting arrest. Don't have a running with the law and don't resist arrest. It won't be a problem. That's not what's happening. Wow. Wow. See, 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 you know what's amazing? Mm -hmm. The level of ignorance in people. Mm-hmm. There is no racism. There is no police brutality. Really, what planet your ass been living on? <laughs> because that's all we know about is racism and police brutality. The fact that you are covering up a Black Lives Matter sign is racism right there. Absolutely. You, absolutely. you sit up here talking about you're tired of the narrative. You dumb, backwards, bigoted, racist butthole who practice racism but you don't think it's racist. That's the whole problem. That's the problem with that guy that's in the Trump administration that did says that he doesn't think there's any systemic racism. No, there is no such thing as systemic racism. Excuse me, sir. You're in a power of position. That's the problem we have. So you see no reason for change. Because if you don't think it exists, why would you change? Mm-hmm. And that's the problem, the real problem in this country is you have so many people who won't... D- who are trying to act like they don't know it exists when they right. know good and hell well it exists. Right. I tell you what, if it was happening to you, I bet your ass would think it would exist. That's right. 
That's right, Steve. I'm so sick of these people, man. I'm just so sick of all of them in denial because mm-hmm. you want to say, there's no police brutality. Stop disobeying the law. What gives the police a right? What day can he wake up because he got a badge on and a gun and decide because you broke any law that you should die today? I decide who live or die today? Man, miss me with that. All right. Thank you, Aunt. Coming up at 34 after the hour, President Trump claimed that 99% of the coronavirus cases are harmless. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, we back, everybody. What What is this kind of President Trump's? He's made so many crazy statements. What's the newest? Well, Junior, during his remarks on the 4th of July during a White House Independence Day event, Donald Trump made a dangerously inaccurate claim that 99% of coronavirus cases are totally harmless. Can you believe he said that? Oh, so, so ain't it about 100-some thousand people dead? Tommy, there are more than 2.8 million cases of coronavirus in the U.S. and almost 130,000 Americans have died from this virus. Let me ask you this question. If 99% of the cases are harmless, why was he taking hydroxychloroquine? Yeah. I mean, it's harmless. What is your ass taking all these pills for? It's harmless. (laughs) Go on, get it. (laughs) What is you... What you taking drugs for, dog? Yeah. Why are you getting tested every day? Man, why is everybody around you tested? Why do you live your life in a cocoon? Yeah. If it's not serious, right. If it ain't nothing to it. But his leadership, his, his, his leadership and lack of not taking this seriously. I mean, we all saw this past weekend, the 4th of July weekend, large crowds Just gathering. no mask or nothing. No, no, no mask or anything, Jay. Mount Rushmore, they went and, to see and, him. And, and check this out. Your son's yeah. girlfriend has it. You think yes. she'll be back over the house soon? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. His son's girlfriend she'll be has back it. Over the- yes. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Bet you ain't gonna have your son up around your ass. <laughs> Bet your son ain't gonna be right. See you next year. Yeah. yeah. Large hey man, listen crowds. To me. Hey dog, this yeah, is how serious it is. When Winton came from Dubai, when Winton was in Dubai, yeah, international, and uh-huh. we uh-huh. we had him get on the plane because they was gonna shut down all the travel. When he came home, he came to the door. My wife wouldn't let him in the door. Your own son. <laughs> she right. gave him the key to the uh-huh. guest house. And that's where you stay for two weeks, quarantine, until we get you tested. I get that. When he tested clear, then she let him in the house. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, you know, we saw the large crowds gather over the weekend in water parks in Michigan, Wisconsin, lakes of the, the Ozarks, Florida, 34 states. Over 34 states have reported a spike in cases of COVID-19 mm-hmm. and hospitals are overwhelmed with patients in Texas and Arizona. So for the president to not lead by example and not listen to his own public health care scientists and doctors, I just, I don't understand. Yeah. Why doesn't he take this seriously? But worse than that are the doctors who won't speak up against if, if him. Trump is right. right around them and trying well, to, you know, skirt the issue. Okay. So I, 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 I fought them just as much as I fought Trump man, for well, not speaking up. They That's are right, going Jay. to lose their job. Here's the real and, and, and I know you shouldn't care about that more than, but once they make the one statement, they're going to be out of work. Here is his problem. Donald Trump 
only cares about winning in November. That's, That's it. That's all. And he don't care how many lives it costs to get the win. What he's done is, remember he was out there every day talking about COVID-19. Then all of a sudden that death total kept climbing. Yeah. So he decided to distance himself from the COVID-19 because he couldn't control it. Mm-hmm. Then he said, governors, do what you want to do. Right. When he clearly said he has the all-power say-so. But instead of putting his foot down and saying, hey, man, this will help the entire country if we just stay closed a little bit longer. But because he wanted to get the economy revved back up. Mm-hmm. So now let me show you something. Since people went back to work, guess what? Employment rose by 11%. Mm-hmm. He going he gonna to wave that in their face come November. But he also got to wave that what Joe Biden got to do is wave that death toll in his face. There you mm-hmm. go. Put yeah. that right See, back in his face. These people hard. died and they didn't have to. Yeah. No, you, they really don't have to because he cares only about winning. So whatever mm-hmm. he does, let's get the economy running. Mm-hmm. And, it does, and the big boys that support him, they make money off COVID. Uh, the people that sell these masks and all this stuff and hospitals, they making money, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Unc. Coming up next, get ready. Nephew Tommy's prank phone call coming up right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, everybody, we back. Listen, coming up at the top of the hour, right about uh, four minutes after today's Strawberry Letter, subject, my ideal man is on this radio show. But right now, Nephew Tommy <laughs> is here with today's prank phone call. Nephew, what you got? Yo, check bounced. Uh-oh. Yo, what? check bounced. Be right check still. Well, yeah, they write checks still. My <laughs> grandmother's still living. She writing them every day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, everybody cash happening and mm-hmm. Zell. And she don't use I like I like the way you act when you're surprised the check bounce and you know it was gonna bounce when you write. What? <laughs> right. Really? I, no, you was out there chasing it. I don't know yeah. what happened. <laughs> I give you my word. I wrote more bad checks than uh-uh, all y'all uh-uh. told me. <laughs> oh. And you oh, knew no. it was bad. Y'all, in my life, yes. I know good and hell well. Oh, I'd have been down there for check fraud. I know. Let's go, When you rip it out, you know it's not. Dog, I know. Good know, you know well. <laughs> Yo, check bounce. Come on, cat. Hello. Uh, hello. I'm trying to reach a Monica, sister Monica, please. Who's calling? This is uh brother Deshaun. I'm calling. Actually, I'm a member of um, Greater Missionary Baptist Church. How can I help you? Calling you actually about the offering now. Did you you I know you paid your tithes. Yeah, paid I pay a, my tithes every Sunday. Okay. Now you paid a love offering as well, right? Yes, I do. Okay. Now this past Sunday, um, I'm looking at a check that you left us with the bank. Right, right. I sure did. I wrote a check Sunday. Okay, now the check, ma'am, was two hundred and fifty dollars. Am I correct? Right, right. I wrote two checks for my tithes and the love offering. Right. I wrote one for two fifty for the love offering. Okay, now. What is this call regarding? Why are you calling me? What well, What I wanted to tell you is that I hate to be a bearer of bad news, but your your check that you wrote for two fifty actually has bounced. And, you, and wait a minute, you saying my check bounced for two hundred and fifty dollars? Your check bounced. So what What I'm doing is calling you about recouping the two fifty, as well as you know you you cost us thirty dollars. Uh, uh, in bank fees. Behi- wait, wait a minute now. I wrote two checks. I wrote a check for $100. Did that one bounce? I don't see to it that that, that one bounced. All I know is the one that the love offering has bounced. 
Well, did you put them in at the same time? Because I wrote them at the same time. They all go in on Monday, ma'am. Now, I didn't put them in at the same time. I've been putting them in for the last two, three years. The problem is, why would people write these? What, what is your name? I'm Brother Deshaun. And you was there this Sunday? I was there. I don't think it matters when I was there, ma'am. The problem is, is that I didn't put these checks in, and I don't understand why y'all write these checks to the church. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Knowing what that you they mean y'all bomb. write these checks? There's a lot of people My write these. checks the- are good. Well, not, I don't what, write bad checks. Well, why do we- one clear, why the other one didn't clear? Maybe you didn't have enough money for both of them to clear. What? The- what did you just say? Maybe you didn't have enough money in the bank for both of them to clear, and I don't understand why people I write these. I got plenty che- money in the bank. And all my checks clear. I don't write no rubber checks. Well, you wrote one on Sunday, and that's the problem. How I you going to try to give a look? Wait a minute. I think you got me confused with somebody else. I don't write no bad checks. You done I'm wrote this. I'm trying to be nice to you. I'm trying to be nice to you. When can we expect the $250 plus the $30? So we wait, $30? That's the bank fees, ma'am, for the doggone check bouncing. My check didn't bounce. I'm going to check my bank, and if my check clear, you're going to pay me $30 for calling me, harassing me about a $250 check bounce. I don't write no Why would you check. write check? What, you you want to sit up in the church and write these big number checks when you know you ain't got it in the bank? What, what the did you say? I said, why would you write these checks when the money ain't in there? Let me tell you one thing. I don't write no bad checks, and you got a lot of calling me telling me my check bounced. Your check is the one that has bounced. And I'll you... tell you what you do. Since my check bounced, you pay the since you got all the money. And don't call me with this again. Hello? Don't you hang up on me no more. When are we going to get this 250 and this $30? Somebody from the church to my I wrote a bad check. I don't write no You did write a bad check. check. I didn't write no bad check. Yes, you Wait did. Wait a minute. Why are you calling me? Why the treasure don't call me at church? The treasure is the busy. Deacon, I ain't never know the deacon call nobody about no bad check. Your <laughs> is full of <laughs> Thank you. You got the money. I, I ain't got I, Who in the hell is that in the background? Who is that? Never mind who it is. We both go to the same church. And you gonna call me to my I wrote a bad check. You don't you call me no more. And if the check bad, you pay it, okay? Do pastor know you talking like this? Do pastor know you calling me? Can you answer that? I, look, when are we going to get this $280 is what we looking for from you? I wrote a check for $250. And the, you will and not get $280. You, you put the $30 with it. You put $250 in there, it bounced. $30 cost us on bank fees. That's $280. When can the church expect their money? Never. Not no 280. You will never get 280. You're going to make me and come by your... Then, and my check then... What did you say? I'm going to do what? You're going to make me come by your house and get this money. Bring your on. Bring it. Bring your on. What is the address on Look this on check? check? I got it off the check. Well, you... Bring your on. I bet you you'll be limping back. I'm, and I'm watching you. You better not be spending no money nowhere. You better not spend nothing till I get this 250 plus 30. I'm whatever I want to, okay? No, you don't. You know what? I am, and you don't call me no more with this because my check did not bounce. I don't see how one check went through and the other bounced. Let me say this to you. We cannot accept you back into the house of the Lord no more until... What did you say? You are not... Don't you come in there Sunday until I'm we get... coming th- up in there Sunday, and uh, I'm going to make sure I find your... Because you the person I want to see. You go. And you know what? I'm going to call the pastor right now and ask him. Because I don't believe my check bounce. You full of Well, let me say this before you call pastor. I no, got... no. I'm going to call.
called pastor. No, you should have talked with pastor before you called me with this information. I got one more thing I need what to say you, to you. You ain't got nothing to say to me. You done upset me with this I, I'm talking about I bounced a check. You should have went to pastor before you called me with this I told pastor when I got, but I got one more thing to say before I leave. Is you listening? What What do you got to say to me? What do you have to say now that you're going to pay the this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. What did, <laughs> wait, what did you say? <laughs> Baby, what this is. What did you say? <laughs> what did you say? I say this is Nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girlfriend has pranked you. I'm going to beat that. <laughs> She just left here flying out the door in a hurt. No, she didn't. I'm going to that <laughs> Let me ask you one more thing, though, baby. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey <laughs> Morning Show. <laughs> there you have it. Your check bounced. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. All yeah, y'all out there that's bouncing that's them the checks, That's the only way man. to act, Tommy. I mean, that's the only way. There's no other way to act. <laughs> Ain't no other way to act. There's no other way to answer. What's the big check? what's the biggest check you've written that you just and you bounced it? Eight thousand. What? what? Will you be quiet? Eight thousand? No. Eight thousand dollars. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gave it in yeah. confidence. But you it knew dog. it when you wrote it? I had to give him some dog. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, don't say nothing else. Yeah. No. No, no, no. no. We with you, we Steve. Call it. This is no, an interview no. now. No. What was no, what no, you that wrote was a long ass time ago. I can't tell you what it was <laughs> yeah. for because they still looking for me. But, <laughs> See? Yeah. You know what? Them, them, them child support people will let you go if you write a check. They say, do you have a check? Yes, I do. Oh, they didn't stop, ask. Jay. They didn't stop. ask. You yeah. can't bounce a check I on the baby, check. Jay. No. <laughs> no, I wasn't for that. What was it for? Nah, I can't tell you what it was for. Yeah, yeah. Tell us what was it for. He can't say it. No, if he can't say it, if he says Come he on, can't say it, no, no, Tommy, don't take him right. down that road. Oh, man. All right. All right. See, what about you, face. Carla? When the last time you bounced a check? Oh, I've never bounced a check. Y'all get out of here. <laughs> you see my straight what face? A what <laughs> Can't tell me you was at prayer if you and ain't bounced no check. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's why I bounced my first one for the reason. <laughs> no, no. When I got that oh, discover card. I wasn't bouncing checks. I was writing fraudulent checks. <laughs> That's a difference. Go to the top of the hour is the strawberry letter. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody. Time now for today's strawberry letter. And if you need advice on relationship, dating, work, sex, parenting, and whatever else you're going through, submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter. Unk? Well, here we go. It's time for this damn strawberry letter. <laughs> and this one gives me great pleasure to read. Here we go. Subject, my ideal man is on this radio show. Uh-oh. Look out, Jay. Watch out there now. I'm already <laughs> taking <laughs> Dear Steve and Shirley, this is my fourth time writing you, so I pray you respond this time. My daughter's leaving home for college in the fall and I'll be an empty nester. I got divorced 12 years ago, so mama is single and ready to mingle. I've been praying for God to send me a man, and then I heard your show one morning, and you were talking to your longtime friend that's on the show about how he needs a woman. 
<laughs> you mentioned that this older gentleman is single and he lives in his big house all alone. He had he was saying that he has only one fork and three spoons in his house, and you guys laughed at him. My heart went out to him. And from that point on, I was intrigued by him. I love his personality and sense of humor. So, Steve, if you don't shut your black ass up from laughing and pay attention, because we got something here for your ass. Hit mute, Jay. So, Steve, and I love his personality and sense of humor. So, Steve, would you be able to play matchmaker for me? Other than promoting his hot sauce, what else does he do for a living? Damn. Like this radio show ain't enough. <laughs> All he got is radio and high song. Damn. <laughs> that's a lot. Lady, that's, he's doing really well. Oh, anyway, I don't need any of his money because I'm retired and I have a big house that's paid for. I run a nonprofit that helps. Steve, <laughs> come on. Okay, up. I'm trying to hold on. I got to be. Steve Harvey. I, okay, I'm finna read. <laughs> he, That's enough, really. really I don't need enough. any of his money because I'm retired and I have a big house that's paid for. I, I, run, I run a non-profit. Steve, come on now. I, I run a non-profit that helps... Senior citizen with transportation. This black ass ain't finna help nobody get around. Oh, you laughing at Jay? This bastard I know is not finna help nobody get around. Okay, hold on. But it does not take up all of my time. I love to travel and explore new places. I love the water, but I can't swim. I'm a Christian. I'm family-oriented, and I'm a people person. I love to dance, watch movies, and let loose and show my silly side. Steve, I'm I'm just looking for someone that will be all into me and give me the attention I deserve. <laughs> After raising my child, now it's my turn. I'm not even sure if this man is single, but I would like to meet him if it is okay, if he is and it's okay with you. You said you've known him for years. So please give me your honest opinion about him. If he's a great guy, would you be able to hook us up when the pandemic is over? Thanks. <sighs> Carla? Yes, Steve. Your oh. turn. <laughs> All right. So your ideal man is on this radio show. And this is your fourth time writing in. And thank you for being a loyal listener. And I'm glad. Oh I'm so glad we are able to respond this time. So hey, just a, let me know when it's my turn. That's I know, all. I got you, I got Go you. Ahead. So you're a divorced empty nester. Your uh, daughter is leaving for college and in the fall. So, you know, this is good. You've been praying to God to send you a man. You think God is working through this show because your ideal man is on this radio show. So, oh, all right. So we know it's J. Anthony Brown. He has a hot sauce line. He lives in a big old house. And your heart went out when you heard he has one fork and three spoons at the house. Girl, my 
my advice to you is to shoot your shot, baby girl. Run yeah. Yes, heels. girl. <laughs> Go on Instagram. Maybe you can holler at Jay on his DM, or maybe you guys can get together and his do. His old maybe- ass don't know how to go on no damn DM. <laughs> Wait, Steve. <laughs> Maybe they could go on a Zoom date, you know, like a DM Zoom. to him. Call it DM to him mean this Monday. <laughs> the initial acronym. His Zoom ain't working now. How the hell he gonna go on a Zoom date? Go That's ahead, Carla. That's true. That's true. Or maybe you could cook recipes for his with his gourmet hot sauces. You know, hotter than a mofo. You know, pepper girl. He has all of these great seasonings. J. Anthony Brown is a great funny guy. He loves loves music. He is creative. But I'm going to tell you something, baby girl. Steve Harvey knows him better than I do. So I'm going to let his longtime friend be your matchmaker. Go ahead, Steve. But shoot your Uh-oh. shot. Girl, dun, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, so sweet. For writing this letter to me. The advice that I'm about to give you is going to be heartfelt. <laughs> <laughs> filled with more knowledge than you can imagine. Yeah, Steve When we him. come back off this break, tell him, Carla, I've known this boy since yes. 1986. Woo, he about to yeah. drop the knowledge. Woo. Yeah. 86. How many, how many years is that, y'all? Ooh, a long time. That's over, what, 30 years? That's over That's 30 long, years. That's yeah. over 30 years. <laughs> All right, Uncle. Let them have it, Uncle. We come back. Part two of Strawberry Letter. Coming up next. (laughs) Chanthony Brown. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Uncle. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The ideal man is on this radio show. (laughs) A woman wrote in and says her ideal man is on the show. She loves his sense of humor. Uh, She know he has a hot sauce line and he's on the show. What else does he do for a living? She don't need his money because... She's retired. She got a big old house. She's empty nest. Her girl's going off to college. And mm-hmm. She wants to go and live her life. Uh, something happened 12 years ago. She got uh, a divorce? She got divorced 12 years ago. and She just wants to know. You know, She doesn't know if he's single, but if he is, she'd like to get to know him after the pandemic is over. She loves his sense of humor. Well, the person on this show you're referring to is Jay Anthony Brown. I've known Jay for exactly 34 years. Oh, you the one now. Yeah, oh, you it. Yeah. You it. Ain't nobody else got no damn hot sauce. Yeah, that's the process of elimination right there. And Junior don't live, Junior live by his house, but by himself, but it damn sure ain't no big ass house. Because Junior been zooming in. We see this same kitchen every night. Jay, you done been in four, five rooms when we zoom. Junior been sitting in that dining room table. You can see his whole kitchen and everything. So it ain't Junior. And Jay, we have been friends for a long time. First of all, let me tell you a little bit about Jay Anthony Brown. Sissy Humor extraordinaire. One of the greatest comedians I ever met. He he helped me launch my comedy career as you know it today. No one taught me more about performing than Jay Anthony Brown. Not a single living soul. No one more than Jay Anthony Brown. I was inspired by Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. I was motivated, but I learned this business from J. Anthony Brown. Wow. Uh, loyal to a flaw. Mm-hmm. Friendship exemplifies the word of friendship. He is there for you. Mm-hmm. The, the term Mayday goes back with me and him. 
all the way since 87. We got so close, there were no cell phones. Whenever we got in trouble, we would send a message to others' answer machine and say, Mayday. That mm-hmm. means, hey, bro, you got to find me. We would meet each other on highways and rest stops and hotel parking lots and comedy clubs mm-hmm. just to be there. I don't know anybody a better friend. But you're not looking for a friend. <laughs> no. She's you're not. looking for <laughs> a you mate. <laughs> you want someone who's dedicated, loyal, problem solving, willing to stay in there and fight yes. when the tough get going. When the when the going gets tough, the tough get going. You want mm-hmm. that. You mm-hmm. want someone who's willing to work through the marriage when it gets hard. You yes. want someone you can depend on, come home and know he's there. Yeah. You want someone to ride out the rest of your life with, to make it to the tape. You want someone to laugh and go dancing with. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. This oh. is not the one for you. <laughs> what? Steve, how could you say that? This old bastard. Uh, uh, the moment you piss him off, the marriage is over. <laughs> I don't give really? a damn. Yes. Once he starts sitting outside that house looking at that door. He won't even go in. Yes. Chances that it's ending. Now, I'll admit, okay. Jay and I both have made some mistakes, made some bad choices in our life. I happen to believe in love. Yes. And I think that it's worth one more try. We love love. Yeah. He don't give a damn about love. Don't tell him you love him. If you want to hear it back, <laughs> don't say it to him. Steve, are you serious? He right there. <laughs> Jay, is Steve telling the truth? What? Oh, my God. I can't stop laughing. That's all. I'm just, I'm just laughing. That's he all. just laughing. Because <laughs> I'm, nail, I'm nailing his ass. <laughs> <laughs> this is a comedic crucifixion. Oh, his ass is on the cross. Oh, Steve. <laughs> No, Jay is the coolest dude, man. If you want to have fun, this is the guy. But if you want that commitment to that fun the rest of your life, eh, we ain't going to do that. Not, not, we're going to have some fun, but not the rest of your life. That's too long. We could do it for a portion of your life. We're not finna do nothing for the rest of your damn life. The only thing he finna do the rest of his life is B.J. Anthony Brown. The rest of his life. He ain't promising you nothing. <laughs> See, let me tell you something. He don't break promises. He just don't give you none. Oh, mm. No, no promise. Oh, no, one. see, he he don't go back on his word. Jay Jay is a trustworthy dude, man. He, yeah. Okay. D- d- dog. Jay tell you he be that. He be that. He tell you gonna write. It, he gonna write it. <laughs> now, if he don't tell you that, don't be looking for it. And then talking about you didn't write it. I didn't tell you I was gonna write it. Jay, you don't want a boo? It gets uglier and uglier, so I hate yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He rest. wants to be booed up. No. Okay, what's and the then problem? he wants the boo to go home. His patience is short. We've been booed up this evening. <laughs> Tomorrow, we don't need to be booed up. We need to be booed up. up. <laughs> we need up. to be, see. Tomorrow, we up. Then we'll come back and get booed again. 
It takes a special woman to want that. Now, I don't oh, know if that's man. what the ladies look for. That is, <laughs> there it is, Jay. <laughs> Post your comment on today's Strawberry Letter. Steve Harvey, <laughs> FM, or Instagram, Aww. and Facebook. And coming up at 46 after the hour, uh, I got a poem for y'all about 4th of July. We're here right Aww, after this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey everybody, we back to Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, uh, this past Saturday uh, was the Fourth of July. Did y'all watch yeah. fireworks in person, or did y'all watch them virtually? They tried to do some stuff. It was crazy. It was, it was kind of weak. It was yeah. weak. It was. Really it was I don't know where y'all live. But yeah, I don't know where y'all was in at. LA, we in Houston. Out. It was like a war. I'm, uh-huh. I'm serious. It sounds oh, like a war. Yeah, a lot of neighborhood. You know, fireworks. man, I heard fireworks, but yeah, I couldn't so. see them. No, way. exactly neighborhood stuff. I heard them. Mm-hmm. So but I'm from your... the hood. I've heard that before. You've heard it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really wasn't much for you. But it was like a war zone over here in my apartment. They over here popping them in. They're going to set one of these apartments on fire. I escaped. <laughs> so what I did was pick up my pen and, and, and just documented the moment. Right. So, so you wrote yeah. You wrote a poem about I wrote a poem. I, I wrote a poem about fireworks. Matter of fact, Carl, it's called Junior's Fireworks Poem. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's, yeah. so hey, 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 can I do this? Can I say this? When Junior finishes the poem, can we go around the room and give it from one to ten? Yeah, okay. okay. That's fine. Okay, okay. That's fine. Here we that. go. Steve, yeah, Steve going last. Sorry. Go, cool. Go Here we go. Junior's firework poem. <clears throat> now, I'm not really one that likes to complain, but the 4th of July was off the chain. Independence Day was just crazy as hell, because if it wasn't in Beirut, hey, I sure couldn't tell. What was all that noise that was going on last night? Car alarms ringing, exploding flashing lights. I was trying to hang, but I was like, bro, these fools out here doing full-blown fireworks shows. Remember them little sparklers we used to have or them little firecrackers that used to burn out real, real, real fast? Now in 2020, y'all heard what I said. Negroes had me scared. I hid up under my bed, just boom, boom. They didn't think of the cost. I hope one of them fools blew their damn finger off. The end. I love it. I love it. Thank you, mm. Thank you. Junior, did you I, say the N word in there? Yeah. It sounded like it. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, he said the N. No, I like at the beginning when he was struggling to get the fourth out. <laughs> okay. I said, I said, at the beginning, he okay. got stuck on the fourth. I said, give you, this is going to be have, a good I'm ass Steve, I'm going to have to give you something like, I'm going to have to take two points for your start off because you, yeah, you I, got stuck in the blocks. You kinda, back on the fourth. I said, okay, all right, here we go. This is going to be a good ass point. He was stuck in the blocks, man. <laughs> he so what you give him, Jay? I give him a, I'm gonna give him an A because he was stuck in the yeah. block. <laughs> the fourth. I, I got you a, I got you a seven, Junior. You be, you clear your throat right before it every time. Well, so that that bothers me right there. A nice seven, though. I, That's I, what I, I got. Carla. Carla. Okay, I'll give you a four. A four. Okay. What? What? <laughs> what? From start to finish. A four. What'd you give him, Steve? Point five. Thank you. <laughs> Man, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I got all these haters over here don't like poetry. We'll be back. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Welcome back. Uh, Carla, uh, we had some news down in Atlanta over the weekend. What, what's going on? It was horrible. Uh, Atlanta Mayor uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms was on the news last night, and uh, an eight-year-old little girl was fatally shot 
in Atlanta Saturday night near the area where that Wendy's where Rashard Brooks was killed by a former Atlanta police officer. Her name, the little girl is, her name was Sequoia Turner. And she was in the car with her mother and another adult friend. They were driving, they exited the freeway. Um, from early reports of what I'm hearing, individuals had blocked this entrance to this parking lot. They started just shooting uh, at the car and uh, they killed this little eight-year-old girl, ah. a Sequoia Turner, eight years old. And so, Steve, you know, we were kind of talking, guys, we were talking earlier about, yes, protesters, but uh, just like the mayor was saying, you know, we're killing each other. Yeah, we well, are. Yeah. Yeah, we are. You know, um, I think that we have to, the movement is real. Black Lives Matter is a very, very real movement. And so I think that, um, listen, we do have a problem with uh, racism in this country, a huge problem. Mm -hmm. It's not a new problem. We do have a problem with police brutality towards black people. And it's a fact that it's aimed directly at black people because it never happens to white people. So I got that. Most people are able to see that now. Well, not most, but a lot of people are able to see it right now. Mm -hmm. So we do have Black Lives Matter has to grapple with this. But we're going to have to turn Black Lives Matter into an overall campaign also. After we get some laws, as we get these, not after, but as we get these laws changed, after we get some things done to stop these policemen from killing us the way they do, and have done. We've got to take this campaign into our communities. And we have got to get black men in our communities involved. The mm-hmm. only way to stop these killings in our community is black men got to get involved. That's Because the major perpetrators of these crimes or black on black crime are young boys, mm-hmm. African-American boys. The reason they have it is because they are of the disfranchised and misguided sector. And we've got to recapture them mentally at an earlier age so that we get them to understand that black lives matter everywhere to everybody. And it's our responsibility to take that mantra and make it a factor in our neighborhoods. The only way to get this done is with black men the government, they can't change no more policies. Look, we've got to get some economic things done in our community because economics drives crime. Low, low impoverished areas, you have crimes. You go over to the Appalachian Mountains, they still running moonshine up there. You run in these poor white communities, they selling meth. They selling meth, man. Trailer parks all across this country. So don't you dare tell me that it's just black people, cause it ain't. Cause crime is perpetrated by lack of opportunity and economics. So we gotta get some economics going into our community. That I do understand. But we also in the meantime have to get more black men involved with black boys' lives so we can get black boys off these streets and get some guidance. And that's done with mentoring, period. Cause black lives gonna have to matter to everybody, all the way across the board. This little girl should not die. That's the Jesus truth. Lord have mercy. This Coming up, girl. more of today's trending news stories uh, on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 20 minutes after that, we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, everybody, we're back. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Carla, some big news out of Mississippi. Well, Mississippi lawmakers voted to remove the Confederate emblem from what? the state flag. What? Finally. What? Finally. What? Yes. That was yes. the biggest news because Mississippi, Steve, you've been in Mississippi. I've been in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Mississippi ain't no joke with their racism. I mean, no, they no, really not. not. No. It's out in the open. It's no. out yeah. in the open. Yeah. Out That's in the open. That's right, Jay. Uh, the Mississippi yeah. State House and Senate voted to remove the current flag and a new flag will be designed and a new flag cannot include the Confederate symbol and must have the words, in God we trust. So the citizens of Mississippi say it is time to say goodbye to the old Mississippi. So that finally, that's yeah. good news. You can clap all you want to, but you know what they just did? It increased the sales of Confederate flags They're off the hook now. These people are working nonstop because they're going to buy them. That's just, that power is Bumper just hard stickers, for them to give up. You name it. It's, it's hard it for them now. to give up, man. It's, the, mm-hmm. it's their way of life. It's, 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 it's a symbol for them. Mm-hmm. For them, yeah. right. right. That, yeah. they, that they think is their power, their heritage. Right. Yeah. When they 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 clueless to the fact that that heritage heritage how it affects black people, and they could care less. Mm-mm. You know they always talk about our forefathers. Well, your forefathers was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, more to Steve Harvey, more to show. Damn about your forefathers. <laughs> and some trending news at thirty three after the hour. Okay. Uh. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, we back. It's time for national news and entertainment news. Carla Ferrell, what you got? All right, so we've been talking about this all morning. Kanye West tweeted (laughs) that he is running for president in 2020 this year. He said uh, in part in his tweet, his message was, we must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision and building our future. And I am running for president of the United States flag and the United States Hashtag 2020 vision. So far, his wife, Kim Kardashian West, is, of course, supporting her husband, supporting him, Mm. along with Tesla CEO Elon Musk and former Dallas Cowboys star Dez Bryant. He is supporting Kanye. uh, Dez Bryant. Yes. 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 Which is why he's not playing. (laughs) Yes. But they're they're his supporters right now. So what you got, Mm. Steve? Dez. (laughs) Right now he got three what? votes. Dance. <laughs> I understand Kim. She won't be first lady, so I got that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Elon Musk uh, has always been a guy that goes out front, take chances. Mm-hmm. Uh, realistically, I mean, if it was just Kanye against Trump, I I would vote for Kanye. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Hands down. Absolutely. But in the reality of what's going on, you haven't filed. You haven't submitted to correct paperwork. Democratic convention is coming up soon. You know, so in obviously August. you must be running as an independent. You have no idea what the campaign costs to even get your name out there. What I'm and, 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 and it's a plethora of other things. But if you were serious about this, then I thought you should have made it as a serious bid in a timely fashion. Other than this, this to me sounds a lot like a publicity stunt. And I ain't got time for this now. No, I love Kanye. Des Bryant is supporting you. Who who is that? 
I just feel like we don't have time. Like you said, Steve, it's time. We got, we got this. We got to get Trump out of there. Right. So, and there are some sit your ass down times, and this is it. This is yeah. a sit your ass down and just. But he, would, be, he yes. would actually be going up against a man that he said was the father he never had. Which mm. says a lot. Yeah. Which says see, a, a whole more lot. And see, the reason, <laughs> see, I had a father. He was nothing like Donald Trump. They had no, no similar characteristics at all. My father was about the business of manhood. Mm. Period, man. That's Coldest it. dude I ever met. And nothing Donald Trump has done reminded him of my father. So, but I guess if you're fatherless, you could, the father you never knew or had, you could make that statement because maybe you don't have a real view of what a real father would father look like. Is, well, it's the last break of the day. Until all lives matter, the black lives matter. Black lives matter. How about that one? <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that, Jay. We worked on that. We'll have yeah. Steve's closing remarks coming up in 49 minutes after the hour. This is what we You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, buddy. Well, it's the last break of the day. We back, you know. In the yeah. Day. What a good day, day Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It felt kind of weird, good, didn't man. it, y'all? I mean, after all that time off, staying up late, just no. for no reason, just up. Yeah. Oh, Jay, I, just, yeah. I need no. to talk to somebody. <laughs> it's all good. Nah. Yeah. Have y'all gained weight? Yes, what? I have, Tommy. Yeah. And, I, and I'm exercising, so. But I'm, <laughs> well, that's but good, I'm eat, Jay. I'm eat, but I'm eating more than I'm working off. <laughs> hey, there you go. in the words of Lee Haney, you cannot mm-hmm. out-train a bad diet. Yeah. <laughs> well, what you I got for to, Tommy, Carla? I wanted to uh, tell Tommy this, Steve. Uh, we wanted to give a shout-out to the protesters in Baltimore. Did you see this, Tommy? You love these kind of stories. They pulled down the statue in Baltimore of Christopher Columbus using uh, a yes. rope. <laughs> and they dragged it down Drug the flight stairs we go. and tossed it in the harbor. <laughs> Look what we discovered. <laughs> okay. We discovered how easy your ass come down from that point. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. So, so what's next? Can we tear that mountain down? What's the name of that mountain? Uh, Mount uh, Rushmore. It's yeah, Rushmore. That's next. Can oh, we yank a whole mountain down? Oh, well, how about this? Do I mean, we just changed the faces. We put uh, okay. Malcolm X up there. Yeah. Uh, Barack Obama. Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King. Boy. And uh, Boy. and a uh, and a. Uh, Flavor Flav, uh, they would uh, die. The stallion lady. Dog. What's her name? People would die before they get help. What is her name? The stallion. Megan the stallion. Megan the stallion. It's the stallion. Don't not not the face, just that ass. On oh my it, god! It, it ain't enough rock up there, Jake, to sculpture that thing. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold up. Steve, you don't want none of this, man? You don't... Nah. <laughs> I got to do closing remarks, man. I yeah, can't get, go get in the right state yeah. of mind. We need you, Steve. Come on. You know, here's the deal. You know, um, <sighs> I, I, you know, I've done so many closing remarks of late about all that's going on, about racism in this country and I'm not the spokesperson for black people, but I sure know how black people feel. Because I've been black for 63 years. It's not new to me. It's not a, this, these protests are not new to me. The, 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 the being sick and tired of being sick and tired is not new to me. I am quite still a bit miffed though. 
at the attitudes of some people after all the evidence is in, all the video footage is viewed, all of the protesters have spoken, all of the mothers that have been on TV and cried over the loss of their sons, when all of the facts are in, I am still a bit miffed, though, at how so many people look at this and don't see nothing wrong. It's, it's damn near disheartening because I just don't understand. I mean, at one point in time, you would think, man, there would be a little bit of empathy. I got you can't imagine what it's like to be black. I'm not asking you to. But I am asking you to imagine this, though. Imagine what was happening to black people if it were happening to you. Just how would you feel, okay? Stop the fact. You can't even begin to imagine what it's like being black. Stern, stop that. I know how you, no, you don't. No, you do. You can't. You, I promise you, you can't. And so, away with that. But can you imagine for a moment? How would you feel if they came into your churches while you was praying and praising God and got shot and murdered? How would you feel if they came if they came into your synagogues the way they do Jewish people and murdered them and walked out? How would you feel if they slaughtered your children? If you kept seeing black kids get shot down by police, if you kept seeing your sons who wore the same skin color as you repeatedly in the news die at the hands of police officers, how would you feel? Frederick Douglass said it a long time ago. He said, there's not a man alive today who would feel that slavery is right for them. So, I'm a bit miffed that you can't even place yourself and imagine that. So of recently, when you see the white couple that's taking black paint and painting, painting over the Black Lives Matter mural and then saying, I'm tired of all this talk about racism. There is no racism. I'm tired of all this talk about police, police brutality. Obey the law. We did that. We obeyed the law. We stopped. We put our hands up. We go on our knees. We allow you to cuff us. You still kill us. We do that. We obey the law. We pull over. We kneel. Did you see the picture of the man? He got on his knees. They shot him anyway. You pull us over in the car. We stop. We show you the license we have to carry a gun, and you kill us anyway. We do. We stop all the time. We keep doing it, y'all. So I'm a bit miffed that you don't see that. I'm miffed because of the fact that we ask you over and over and over to stop putting your symbols of racism in our face because your Confederate flag affects us differently. And you keep talking to us about your culture, your history, your forefathers. I want to say something about your forefathers. Your forefathers was wrong. They was dead wrong. A lot of your forefathers owned slaves. So now why you want us to sit up here and have all this faith in something your forefathers wrote in the Constitution that constantly has not included us? Your forefathers used to say that, we, that women couldn't vote. Your forefathers said that the Negro was three-fifths of a human being. This is what your forefathers wrote. Y'all done amended that. Y'all need to amend some more stuff because your forefathers was wrong. They wasn't perfect people. They were slave owners. So excuse us when we don't feel the same way you do. 
Those are my closing remarks. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 